Oh, we got drama. We got drama. When people go off on Charlotte, you know we got drama. Becky Lynch wants to throw some extra stakes on the brewing, very personal backstage drama that is leading into Survivor Series coming up here November 21st. On top of that, CM Punk talking about that big John Cena tease he did at the AEW Full Gear pay-per-view, and a recent Impact signee has an issue with WWE's recruiting tactics. We're going to get into all of it on today's Sports Keto Wrestling Stop Story of the Day. It's Top Story, not Stop Story. Ugh, ugh, blood to the brain, Kevin. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's up, everybody? I'm oh, Kev. Kellen. Hi, that is uh, Jeremy Bennett. How you that doing, is, Jeremy? That is Lady Frost right there. <laughs> that was Lady Frost. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. That is Lady Frost. She, she's making a quick run in on here. Doing yeah, good. Uh, doing good. Man, mm-hmm. ne- next week's Thanksgiving already, huh? Next week is Thanksgiving already. Uh, we hope you guys are setting up for the holiday. Uh, I think turkey is not a satisfying meat. I'm a pro ham. I'm pro honey ham camp. I like it I'm all. Not, give you it like all. Give me it all. Give me it all. Put the slop in front of me. I'll eat it. Give me uh, it. I get it. Yes. Uh, share the link. Don't stink. We have some diehards with us. Tim, Tim knows with Tim Bookenhagen. The Books is with us. There Tim Books. Yes. Uh, so people signing <laughs> off. Molly always with us. If you're new in the crowd, jump in the chat and get on screen and chat it up with us here. Let's get into this drama rama. Uh, Becky Lynch once again stirring the pot. She did so last week when she says she does not trust Charlotte following that very, very contentious situation where people thought there was a little bit of a shoot-ski going on there with Charlotte and the title exchange. Both of them are the prospective champions of Monday at Raw and SmackDown as the women's champions. They were supposed to exchange titles. They've been drafted to separate shows. And Sonya Deville overseeing it, and then it went south, and there's arguments backstage, and then you have Becky Lynch going on the record last week saying, I don't trust Charlotte. We're not talking at the moment. Uh, and many people thinking that's going to make this match coming up at the Survivor Series, brand versus brand warfare, probably the most intriguing and most talked about show for reasons that have yet to be introduced on television just yet. Uh, and now Becky Lynch wants to up the stakes. What's the latest, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean, this is probably the single most interesting match on the card right now because it's had the best build. And because and a lot of that build has been happening backstage and, and not not on stage. Uh, but Becky Lynch recently talked with Intra Vista about the pay-per-view and said that uh, having something on the line would actually be beneficial for this match. She goes, she admitted, much like I've been saying for uh, uh, the past week on this show, the old brand supremacy is a little outdated. I don't know. But at the same time, we're all competitors. So you always want the best uh, to be the best in whatever that is, whatever carrot they dangle. Uh, you know, you always want to be the best, whether the winner whether it's the winner whether it's the winner gets a freaking banana you're like well i want that freaking banana Uh, i want to prove that i deserve that banana uh you you always want to be the best so whatever logic it is you can make it work uh, because you're a competitive human we all are uh you don't get to the wwe if you're not competitive so basically she is saying she wants this to uh to mean something something on the line and uh, other than just brand supremacy because she thinks that that battle is a little outdated. Janelle texting in, do you really think Becky Lynch in Charlotte had the match at Survivor Series or just lose their title? Is it, what's going to happen here? Are we going to see title versus title? Because that was kind of teased in mm-hmm. this initial title exchange. That was the storyline <clears throat> idea was Becky Lynch wanted both the belts. She wanted to be Becky two belts again. Yeah. And they also they were supposed to tease the idea that Charlotte would be able to do that. 
Yeah, um, I, they haven't introduced that yet. No, I thought I thought that would be the best way to do it, or somewhat, you know. And then they could creatively figure out a way to to get Becky to drop the SmackDown title eventually. Uh, it, it's going to be a little weird if they put it now because they had that that weird title exchange. If this was the case all along, why have that title exchange? So I don't, I don't think there's going to be a title versus title. There's probably going to be nothing to it. It's just something that Becky would want to see, like more stakes added, but. Um, I don't think that WWE is honestly going to add any more stakes to this than, than they have. Um, I would love to see title for title, but then that just renders that whole title thing that really caused started the pot to get stirred kind of useless. And so I don't know. It depends on what you want. If you, uh, you know, if you, if you really want this to mean something, or if you really want that segment on SmackDown to be kind of meaningless now, kind of, it's kind of up for opinion for people. Sean Views Entertainment says the stakes are two belts on a pole. WCW style, baby. WCW, put it on a pole. Put put Mama Bagwell on a pole. Rest in peace, Mama Bagwell. Rest in peace, rest in peace, rest in peace. Uh, A lot of people uh, chiming in here. uh, Still on an AEW high from the weekend. Who cares about Team Raw? It's Team A-Dub, dude. Uh, Whatever. Just enjoy the show, man. Have fun. I, I I think Survivor Series last year was one of those shows where people were writing it off and then you got you got drew mcintyre versus roman reigns don't forget about that match that was one of the best matches of the year that was absolutely super satisfying you know people wrote off charlotte going into money in the bank with a kind of lackluster build between her and rhea ripley and they tore it up people people crap on charlotte but when she gets the green light and she gets the time she tears it up becky lynch is yet to have a barn burning match since her return she's had some great promos some interesting things a character that people are invested in now it's time for big max batch uh big max big match becky to show up here i i think that's just par for the course wwe though their builds for pay-per-views are crap but then they produce a good pay-per-view show uh that's been the norm on a lot of a lot of pay-per-views over the past several years it's uh you know we're sitting there like well hell we were making fun of great balls of fire and that turned out to be one of the best shows of that year a few years back so you know it's just that they're not good at building it because they i think it's because they have a built-in audience you don't have to pay for the pay-per-view you got your you're subscribed so they don't really have to reel you in because you're already reeled in and i think that's their logic on these things but then when it comes to that show most times they deliver on the big show so uh vic.com saying what if this quarrel backstage between charlotte and becky was scripted well here's the thing for all intents and purposes and uh, people that have reported about it the information that we have it is pretty legitimate. This was a legitimate situation that yeah. legitimately happened. And uh, a, a show ending scenario on live network television went south of where WWE wanted it, where some of those performers in the ring wanted it to go. And then now there's debate as whether or not somebody went into business for themselves. Uh, and that leaves a trust issue now going into a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, why is it always like that on Survivor Series? You know, we have, we have the we have the screwdriver at Survivor Series. We have this going on here, and I don't think this is WWE going against anyone. I think this is a performer going against another performer. Um, so that's sort of intriguing. And then you have two performers that used to be very good friends and apparently are not friends anymore. Well, at the same time, this is probably the most looked forward to match on the card right now, don't you think? Of course, there's only there's only four matches announced. So, I mean, there's been some matches on television. I had a little bit more anticipation for with yeah. WWE. I think the Roman Reigns 
uh, King Xavier Wood stuff on on SmackDown is very entertaining, like yeah. really, really entertaining. I was kind of hoping we would get a New Day versus Bloodline match at Survivor Series, but it just doesn't line <clears> up <throat> that way. You are going to get Big E versus Roman Reigns, which I think is a pretty cool match on paper. Yeah, it, it's weird, though. They haven't announced the other matches. There's only four announced matches on, on the night, so they're probably going to start adding to that card tonight. Obviously, you got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, who's not doing anything with that intercontinental title. You know, he could face Damian priest and that'll be a hell of a match. I would love to see that go 10 to 15 minutes. You got, um, you know, you got your, uh, you know, what else is there? You know, you got your tag. You could maybe do a tag titles, uh, battle. You got, uh, you got those champions. Um, you don't even have a women's. I, I do agree with stakes, though. Like, if you're at Survivor Series, the winner should get something. Just like, yeah, like, um, you know, Xavier is now at the top of the card now in SmackDown because he won a tournament, right? Yeah. The Royal Rumble, you get to go to uh, WrestleMania and be in a big match. You win a le- Elimination Chamber, you're pretty much the champion at WrestleMania. That was the stakes they've added before, and they made those shows entertaining. Yeah. Um, I'm of the thought where maybe the winner should get a spot at uh, the Royal Rumble that's specific or. They should be able to call out anyone they want for any type of match uh, on a big show like day one. If day one, this big pay-per-view they're doing on New Year's Day is supposed to be something special, give me something for the people that win this match. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I'm not saying right. I think writing off WWE right now, right before WrestleMania season, it's always kind of a bad idea. You could. It? It's so limited on what you can do, though, with titles. I mean, yeah, you can put them in the Rumble, but if they're already the champion, it makes no sense. That, they're going to have a title match probably at the Rumble. Um, the only thing to do is to unify yeah, the belts. But that's where you focus on people that don't, that don't have belts on them. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's where you use this match to build those people well, up. And too. that's why. And that's why I've always said this champion versus champion thing has been played out. It's it's creatively void of any interest, really. I mean, there's some good matchups, but it's like you, 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 Becky's right. You're right. There's no stakes. So you know, it'd be a lot better if they had and there's matches. Other things you've been building on TV. Yeah, I know? mean, Survivor Series. You could do one doesn't, Survivor Series match, and that's yeah, it. It doesn't have to be Raw versus SmackDown. No. It could be the the two. The only Raw versus SmackDown is your traditional matches, and that's it. I you know, unless you have bigger stakes like title unification, or you know, something like that, or just something that maybe got caused at SummerSlam. Maybe a beef between two brands at SummerSlam. Two guys on separate brands. They started a that's beef. That's fine. You know, and you culminated at the Survivor Series, but you don't have to make a, the champion versus champion thing. I just it, it 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 it's been creatively dull because all they do is talk to a camera for a month before they finally collide. And it, and, uh, you know, they need to do something better than champion versus champion because it's just not interesting much anymore. Mr. James Espanto Fernando Tagay. Says good old JB has a point. It's played out. He's with you on that. Tim Buchenhagen says Biggie versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens triple threat match. I agree. They're building to that. Yeah, maybe that's like it at day one. Well, and tonight, I mean tonight, tonight's Raw, so this may be official uh, tonight. You know, there's going to be more stuff added to the card tonight. Has to be. But that's what WWE does. They basically don't fill out the card until the week of. It's like they forget about it. And, oh, we got to add some matches to the card. We better get there. 
Uh, if you're with us for the first time, go ahead and get your comments on screen. Sound off here. What stakes do you want to see added? Medium rare. Series? Medium rare. Give me that yes. beef. Put that beef. <laughs> I want a steak for Thanksgiving. Who wants turkey? Give me a steak. Uh, I'm on board here. Of the week. If you haven't done already, go ahead and smash that like button and subscribe. Thank you to the people that are subscribing to our YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe right now. We are making that march to 23,000 subscribers. If you haven't done already, go there and subscribe. So much going on in the channel. Uh, tonight, after Monday and Raw, Dr. Chris Featherstone and Vince Russo, yes, the Bro. Vince Russo, will review Monday Night Raw. We have a fresh review of AEW Full Gear up as well with Jeremy, myself, and the gang. We also have Sid reporting from the Target Center in Minneapolis right after the show. lot to cover there. And every Wednesday night, we cover AEW and NXT with The Debrief with Jose and Rico El Glorioso. Every Friday night, Dutch Mantel joining us after Rampage and SmackDown, plus exclusive interviews dropping mm -hmm. on the channel. We'll have another one with Drew McIntyre. And then McIntyre uh, will be uh, talking to us later this week. We have we a fresh it. one up right now as well with Bianca Belair. A uh, mm -hmm. lot to cover on here. Definitely give it a look, man. Definitely we got a uh, we got trivia trivia battle, a Survivor Series theme trivia battle. We got some special guests too. Uh, I, I've seen the teams, or I've seen one team, and it, it's some some interesting guests. We're gonna have a little four on four Survivor Series like battle for trivia on Saturday afternoon, mm -hmm. and then of course Sunday uh, we'll be here Sunday evening bringing to you the post show after uh, after Survivor Series. So we got something. Every day of the week this week for you, starting tonight. If you follow other wrestling media pages, other wrestling websites, some people will open the forbidden door <laughs> and join us. So look forward to that. I can, oh, te I can that, tease you with that. We got it. Yes, the uh, the the STF, the Sports Kita Trivia Federation, has opened that forbidden door. <laughs> that forbidden door. You've ran you've ran one fantasy football draft, and now you're running you're running this. <laughs> I, let's get let's get into our follow-up story here man let's get into our follow-up story uh cm punk went on the record recently uh about this big tease he did at the <laughs> aew full gear pay-per-view i absolutely love this this is a very uh successful match they had 11 minutes but you would have thought they were in a war for 25 he was yeah blood they were huffing and puffing out there uh <laughs> two guy, two guys uh north of 35 but still kicking ass i can appreciate that as someone who's north of 35 right um uh, i really love this match i thought this was this delivered in the way it was supposed to punk versus eddie kingston very personal issue and uh punk is kind of pseudo tweening into a heel only being in AEW now for a few months he did it a little bit in the promos he hasn't gone full full on heel <laughs> Uh, but at one point in this match, um, that AEW crowd is the John Cena sucks dudes crowd, right? Of, of yeah. wrestling. And he goes to tease the five moves of doom, the five knuckle shuffle, right? Uh, and he puts his hand up. He's got blood on his face. And people got very, very upset. What led Punk to do this? <laughs> I don't know if they got upset. A lot of them just laughed. They reacted. They, they, they reacted. Got yeah. They got a huge pop. <clears throat> Yeah, I think a lot of it is the the fans are smart. Um, you know, especially the AEW crowd's a hardcore crowd. And they they probably a majority of them read Eddie Kingston's article on the Players Tribune. So, once you read that, you're going to find it very hard to boo him. Now, Punk was starting to do I think Punk also kind of brought some of it on himself on purpose cuz I think he himself is kind of Though he enjoys the honeymoon period, he enjoys the pops. He knows eventually that's going to wear thin. And so he knows it's going to be time to change the game. So I think he kind of 
changed the game a little bit on Eddie Kingston. And uh, then also, why don't you just add a little sugar on top of that? Let's do some John Cena moves. And uh, so he, he he said that, uh, you know, he just likes to go with the flow. And so he caught on uh, in this interview he had recently. Uh, actually, this was during the media scrum. Uh, he, he caught on to what the crowd was doing and that they were get, becoming a pro Eddie crowd. So he said, oh, screw it. Let's just do some John Cena stuff. And he goes, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. I know what I'm doing. So to me, it's just fun to F with people. And that's uh, and that's why he basically did what he did with the John Cena stuff. Nothing. John Cena ain't all elite uh, or anything like that. So uh, don't don't get those rumors started. It's just Cena or just that punk is like is effing with people. He likes to F with them. And uh, again, he he adjusted with what the crowd was going with. Now is it's going to be interesting going forward. Are well, you know, I don't think this feud is over. And now, are we going to see that non-happy-go-lucky CM Punk going forward? Are we going to see more of a babyface side of Eddie Kingston? So it's it's really interesting now. And I, I think this is just all a Punk playing the crowd, going with it, and all of a sudden said, "Hey." Let's pretend I'm going to do the five knuckle shuffle because everybody's going to be talking about it. I think he does it at some point. Oh, that'll be a pop. It'll kind of be a pop. Yeah. I don't. I, it'll be something, man, man. But I don't think it's over. <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, the handshake, the non-handshake. Um, I, I feel like this. It's so weird because Eddie was, you know, Eddie turned babyface when he saved Mox from the terrible explosion angle that they did oh. the 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 bonus of that was just the story of kingston turning face there it was then one all of the th- most disappointing things last year but then he all of a sudden he turns heel here kind of yeah so now it it's almost out. like it worked out it worked now out. it's almost you don't, like you don't blame you don't blame the performance for that and eddie kingston is a guy who like rolls with the punches here yeah. um so now and- i think they're i think they're working towards a double turn eventually I think that double term already happened, but also like, there's shades of gray, you know, there's yeah. shades of gray, but then in other ways, there's things that AEW is doing where they're not listening to the crowd. You know, the, that crowd wants Cody as a heel. They want Cody Rhodes as a heel. <laughs> they were booing him out of the building and they still wanted to baby face him and lionize him here. He just doesn't want, they don't, are they listening? You know, so there's, yeah. there's things where they are <clears throat> things where they're not. I mean, hangman page winning glorious moment. Hey, let me just tell you, I enjoyed AEW full gear. There's some, I had some issues with it, but overall, really, really enjoyed it. When, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's available. The replay is available on Fight. Wednesday, November 17th has now been officially dubbed National Cowboy Shit Day by Hangman Adam Page. He put out a press release. This just no, no official government body has been involved with it. There's no like, hey, here's the key to the city. Know. It's Cowboy Shit Day. I don't know, because uh, he did put out a press release just before we went on the air. So... <laughs> Oh, this is nice. Chris CRC saying, I look pretty tired. I just woke up from a nap. Leave me alone. I, leave me alone. I, 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 I look tired. I appreciate those CRC. I'm still doing a show for you, pal. Uh, he says he loved uh, that moment with Punk making eye, eye contact with the heart camera. Gotta get, yep. gotta get to that. Gotta, he knows what gotta he's go doing. right through the video scope. He knows what he's doing. All right, let's get into our closing story here. A recent signee with Impact has made some pretty... Uh, stern accusations at the company here uh she is quite the hot prospect on the independent circuit uh she will be a part of the action at aaw windy city classic on fight tv november 26 black friday make it a full weekend here get yourself the pay-per-view the independent wrestling event of the year Uh, she'll be on the classic and that is lady frost now she has joined impact wrestling 
with a lot of anticipation. She's been coming up here really, really fast. A lot of people think she was going to sign somewhere. And she did get a look by WWE, apparently. But the reason she got a no may upset some people. Uh, race it, uh, in 2018, so about three years ago, uh, Lady Frost got a tryout and had a li- uh, live on TV match with Asuka. And um, she told that originally her promo was supposed to be a pre-tape, but when she showed that she could handle it well, they just moved it to a live match with Asuka. Because uh, obviously, if you know who Lady Frost is, she's definitely a talented wrestler. And uh, so <clears throat> she said uh, she uh, talked briefly with Asuka about what to do in the match. Everything went well. And uh, and she was offered a tryout uh, from there, just from that match uh, with Asuka. She performed the tryout and, uh, and to her belief, thought things were very smooth, went very well. She was pretty optimistic about getting an offer, but then was told by a WWE official she was too old to get an offer as she was already in her 30s. Unfortunate. Uh, the word we are hearing, and this has been widely reported by multiple <clears throat> outlets, including the Observer and Fightful, is with WWE's recent round of cuts, and there's been a lot, is that WWE is looking at a youth movement from the ground up all the way almost to the top of the card. And unless you're an exception to the rule, like an AJ Styles, Randy Orton, you're not going anywhere. Uh, but if you're in the middle of the card and you don't have a defined role and your, your feet are not cemented into the train of WWE at the moment, Um, You could be uh, on the chopping block. Specifically with men, they're looking for people uh, between the ages of of about 30 and up. Uh, 30 is kind of the cutoff window where there might be questions of whether you can do it. With women, it's 25. So uh, so you have some challenges there for the women. It seems unfortunate, but this is an aesthetic business. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that in a um, disingenuous way or or to dehumanize anyone. You know, Uh, it's unfortunate. The way this goes maybe that changes too wwe's backed off of that you know 10 20 years ago we heard they only want a guys that are above six foot tall and 220 right that's heavyweights they only want heavyweights well it's just a matter of we don't have any heavyweights so our focus right now is trying to find heavyweights oh yeah and um, they they saw how good sean michaels and bret hart could be and they kind of changed off that stance then they got back on that stance then you got then they it's got pivoting though it's like <clears throat> yeah. i mean this will be something they do for a couple of years they yeah. want younger talent that they can invest in the long term they want they want a crew of new lifers they want a new they want a new ovw03 class if you don't know what that is Ohio Valley was their developmental system before NXT, before FCW, and that created Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, John Cena. The the biggest names the last 20 years came out of that in the early 2000s, right as the invasion kind of cut off. And we're talking like 02, 03, and the guys that kind of came out of that class, Batista as well, I don't want to forget his name, uh, they all became big names, you know? And you also guys that rehab their careers, Mark Henry, kind of re- reconstructed who he was and became the best version of himself there. Uh, and NXT is going to be in a position to do that. And th- that's why they, they're changing things. It may upset people, but in the long run, I do think WWE could benefit from some of this stuff. Well, the you're prob- going to have some younger people that are going to ride hard with you for a couple of years. It, d- it does bum me out, though. It is a bummer when you hear something like, hey, you're really talented, but you're simply just too old for this. Um, and, and But at the same time, you're kind of you're opening yourself up to failure as well. Cause what if these guys don't pan out now you don't have stars. That's anybody. Yeah. That's anybody though. You could get someone over 30 and things <clears> don't pan out too. You yeah. know, you could get, there's stuff with AEW that they've tried that didn't pan out with certain talents. They were supposed to have a lot of things happen for them. 
It happens. It's part of it. You know what I mean? And that's part of the investment. All right, we're going to make a bet on you. All right, we made a bet. This is the type of thing we have. All right, bunch of injuries here, problems. All right, maybe maybe you're not clicking with our, our vision. We can't come up with something for you. Better to let you go and go do your own thing then, right? Yeah. I find it very interesting that that Vaughn Wagner showed up on SmackDown. I wonder if that they was wild, wasn't it? I wonder if they know Kyle's leaving. I wonder if they they know. That is a wild assumption here. So Vaughn Wagner is a, a name that has a lot of heat behind him on NXT. And he's only wrestled a handful of times. Very, very big, has a very uh larger than life look. He has that head turning in the airport look, right? That wrestling likes. Yeah. Uh, and he's been tagging with Kyle O'Reilly, who many people reportedly believe his contract with WWE is up very, very soon. Uh, and people think because they have this tag team and they already have him on TV that that means they're done. It's also worth noting that Kyle O'Reilly got a look outside of NXT wrestling on SmackDown in an untelevised match along with Johnny Gargano. Um, I'm of the thought there is no guarantees right now with, oh, just because we're speculating this, it's happening. Now, things have gone in that direction. I just don't know how much of a capacity your competitor has. Oh, he's just leaving. He's going to AEW. I don't know if that's the truth. It just simply isn't. They've recruited a lot of people. Where are they going to put them? Do they have enough TV time? I don't know if they do. And they have a lot of active storylines right now that I don't think lend themselves to introducing even more characters. They're bringing mm. in some New Japan guys right now. And I'm like, I, I think people are going to forget about some of this stuff if you can't make it pop off the page. Uh, and I, that isn't a, a, a critique. That's just a circumstantial issue. You know, mm. um, if, if I'm WWE NXT, I want Kyle Riley to stay. I want everyone you got to stay you don't want them to leave <clears throat> just because oh they leave they go over there and it's like a short-term pop what are you doing with them where's yeah the guy, where's that getting a figure figure in here oh well, you know he was with adam cole and they did this and, and you can do done it so we're just gonna do what you did in wwe before and change the name of it and make a new t-shirt come on man you can do something better than that yeah i don't know but at the same time if you get the undisputed era up against the elite i i think that's definitely uh would sell some tickets though too oh yeah um, because obviously, you know, obviously there, you know, you know, there's a, there's something interesting that's going to go on with the whole young bucks, Kenny Omega situation. And, and, you know, will Omega may blame Cole and that causes a split. Who knows? You know, we'll, we'll find, we'll find that out. <clears throat> probably see where they go with that on Wednesday. So I think, I, I honestly think there is a room for Kyle in AEW to flourish. Um, you know, and uh, and uh, be a part of a group. I don't know if it has to be an era or not. That might be the short-term thing just to be the quick seller. But, um, man, not just elite or, or undisputed era, but, I mean, reform Red Dragon with him and Bobby Fish, not just have, you know, not, not worry about the undisputed era, but just reform that tag team. And you've, ar- you've already added a great tag team to a, a list of great tag teams in that company, so... I think there's definitely room for Kyle O'Reilly there. There's not room for everybody there. Like I said, I don't think Braun Strowman's going there. And I'm not overly convinced Wyndham's going there, but... Uh, I'm not, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I, I'm more convinced that Strowman's ne- definitely not going to AEW. I'm, I'm pretty convinced Well, they that. were all supposed to be there uh, at full gear, right? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Plenty of people are. I said that I figured Strowman would be at a, at a Bound for Glory, but they pretty much uh, was a... Uh, hardly any kind of surprises in that in that pay-per-view, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it's all speculation here, guys. I know this is really news at the moment here, so we'll see what happens. 
for sure. Thank you guys so much for checking out today's edition of Sports Key to Wrestling Top Story. We do this every single weekday in the 5 p.m., 6 p.m. hour. So make sure those notifications are on so you know exactly when we go live on Facebook and YouTube. With Facebook, you can see the little notification bell. Make sure that goes on so you know when we're going live. All right. And if you're just joining us late, don't worry. Just pull back and watch the whole episode. Check out what we're doing. Get your comments on screen. Uh, get your comments in below if you're just watching on demand as well. We still respond to all that stuff as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking it out. If you haven't done it, follow Jeremy at JB Huskers. He's tweeting during the shows. I'm tweeting during the shows at Kev Kellum. Uh, I'm going to have a live comedy show during Survivor Series. I'm going to have to figure out how to do a post show right after it at a restaurant. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> Sunday. It's going to be a very interesting Sunday. We'll we will to... be live after Survivor Series, and we will have our big trivia battle Saturday afternoon, four-on-four four teams. That'll be uh, four Eastern, three Central for Saturday. So look out for that. Uh, obviously, with the pay-per-view post show, we'll do that right after the pay-per-view ends. So yep. Just kind of keep yep. an eye on our feed one, because we don't know exactly when that ends. Sometimes it's like 9 Central. <laughs> sometimes it's like 9.30. Depends on when they want to do it here. Thank you guys so much for doing it. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and hit that like button. All right? If you enjoyed it, hit that like button. If you didn't like it, let me know what you think of them too. All right. Uh, your dislike button doesn't mean anything on YouTube anymore. You know this? They're gonna they're gonna take, I heard. take that away. So I heard there you go. All right. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and smash that like button, subscribe, all the internet things that they tell you to do. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is enjoy wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me talk to you. Talk to them. Yeah, talk to them. Yeah.